This week's episode of Choose Don't Excuse is sponsored by Muscle Donut. Muscle Donuts are gluten-free, baked, never fried, hand-dipped, and packed with 10 grams of protein. That's right, 10 grams of protein. We absolutely love them. In fact, it is one of Judy's absolutely favorite treats. If you enjoy living a healthy lifestyle, but donuts are your weakness, check out themusceldonut.com. of Choose Don't Excuse. It is a special edition. It is Christmas Eve recording for Thursday. I'm Jody and I'm Judy and we are super excited because we have guests today. Look so. at our guests. <laughs> so Can we have, see them? We have our know. son Devin <laughs> and his boyfriend Matt. So we're super excited to have them home for the holidays. So Merry Christmas to you guys. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So it's funny because the kids already hit the ground running. Devin got home, and I think the last two nights, all it's been is laughter to about three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we're in Christmas Olympics right now. We're a bunch of games, and we're all on brackets and keeping points. So Yeah, Tournament so time. let's explain Christmas Olympics because this is a new invention for you guys. So Well, we just decided... Well, actually, I don't really know how we started doing it. We just decided to start playing games, but giving each other points for losing. Yeah. <laughs> really? We, yeah. So you win for losing? <laughs> no, no. You, you get more points if you lose. We're oh. very competitive. We had two. We had to build two um, brackets. No, not two brackets. Two. Oh. What are these gingerbread houses? Oh yes, yeah, that because was super fun. <laughs> if you have one, then nobody loses. Everyone wins, and that's not fun. So, my team won. <laughs> we did a poll on Instagram. Matt's yeah. team lost. I got the least amount of points, though. <laughs> That's true. In the, bra- in the bracket, you got points. Yeah. So it just, it's like, we're playing two different games, it sounds like. Yeah, uh, it, it was a lot of fun because, you know, to see the two different approaches of the kids building their gingerbread houses, you know, Matt and Ashton were all about architecture and cool design, and Devin and his team was all about style. And yeah. guess which one won? <laughs> the still out. I was going to say, I think it's like no, the aesthetics. I think it was unanimous. People that voted, it's just like the aesthetics. They want to see the color. They want to see the appeal. I don't know. Yours was, oh, yeah, it's kind of colorful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it from afar. Now you said not. <laughs> just kidding. No, it, it was a lot of fun, so... And that's really what the holidays are about. It's creating winning. (laughs) No, it's about family time. Who's got the most gifts? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I won. I have the most gifts. Oh, my gosh. What did we raise? I have no idea. Uh, The true meaning gifts for me. (laughs) That's right. That sounds like Kaylani and Ashton. (laughs) In fact, Ashton today is going, yeah, maybe I should go to the store and buy myself a present. I'm like, who does that? You need to wait. Wait, yeah, and then so, you can get your gifts. Then you can see what you didn't get, and yeah. then you go get it. People who buy themselves presents for Christmas ruin Christmas, or even buy anything around Christmas time for themselves. 
like Matt, because <laughs> every, <laughs> every present that I wanted to buy him, like right before I was going to buy it, he was like, oh, look what I ordered. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that was what I was going to get you. So, you what? ruined it, Matt. Yeah, well, it's just it. not like mom. We go store. What? We go to the store and she goes, oh, look at this uh, <laughs> pair of pants or this shirt. Do you think it's okay if I buy it for me? <laughs> hit, hit, and then you can wrap it. I'm like, leave me That's something. the best way. <laughs> no, I want to pick out something for you. Oh, but, come on. So, yeah. yeah. So, if you, if you can't tell, we're having a little bit of fun at Christmas. So And Christmas time is not all about getting gifts. No, right? it's all about this. It's, it's all, all about, about the fun it, of the family. Right? So, quit buying it. gifts for yourself. So yeah. I haven't bought anything for myself. What are you talking? That's Ashton. <laughs> He's actually been spending the entire month of December buying for himself. Good for him. So I'm yeah, it, it is so a lot of fun. fun. So. That's right. That's right. So I'm we're sure super that. excited. So if you guys tuned into our episode last week, Judy and I started the discussion of the the power of focus words. And uh, we talked about in 2019, at the beginning of the year, um, we each chose an individual word that was going to be our focus word for the year to help us really hone in on our goals and the objectives that we are trying to um, acquire that for 2019. Um, and that has been a phenomenal experience for me. Um, and really the genesis for me coming up with, well, one, Judy came up with it, but it really, for me, I really started thinking about it um, years ago when Devin gave us a Christmas present and each one of us, he gave us a word that you pulled out of a hat or something and mm -hmm. said, hey, well, dad, explain that. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about that, because ever since you've done that, I've really thought about the power of words. Um, so tell us how you came up with that and what you do. Um, well, I guess I actually got the idea from my friend Delaney and she, she used to have a bag of words and that inspired me to have a bag of words. And um, they're all, I mean, they're all like uplifting words. There's nothing in there that's negative. Loser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, sometimes I'll pick a word for the day or pick a word for the weekend. Or if I'm like going on vacation, I'll pick, a word for that like trip um and then for christmas that year i picked a word for your guys's year and um i kind of just left it up to chance as like something to think about you know and um something to contemplate on throughout the year the week and i think that's like a good way to do it is like leave it up to chance that way i don't know you get some inspiration from someplace else um or like you can come up with your own word and um, choose to what choose what you're going to focus on, but originally I just did it from a bag of random words. Do you remember your word, Jody? I was trying to remember that. Um, and I remember your word. I can't remember my word. <laughs> but I remember when you gave me my word. I was it was very appropriate at the time. I was like, oh wow, that's really. But well, obviously it escapes me. <laughs> yeah, I well, know, it was like three years ago. It, it's right on the was tip of my tongue. Yeah, it, it, was it wasn't that long ago, and oh. and I thought about it a lot. And then you came up last year at the beginning of the year. It's like you know what? I really want to have a power word. To really focus on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you thought about that, I was like, you know what? I really want to 
come up with one as well. And so my word for 2019 was greatness. And really, the whole idea behind it was I wanted to make sure that everything that I was doing was leading to or building greatness within my character. And so I really started looking at how I was spending my time, you know, how I was talking to people, how I was leading. And it was a really interesting experience to go, you know what, are the actions that I'm doing every day, are they leading to greatness within me? Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Because, I mean, I think and we discussed that in length a few weeks ago as well. Yeah. So I think we should talk about the words. This well, let's just, let's just revisit yours first from 2019. So my word was discipline. And um, I actually, when I first came up with it, I think it's because I was trying to um, create new habits and I really wanted to be focused on making sure those habits happened. And so I used the word discipline to say, you know what, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be whatever the habits I wanted to create. um, Discipline was going to be, was the word for me. And it really was very powerful and it helped me a lot to, um, any time that I would falter or not necessarily falter, but just kind of whatever, go out to the wayside, what I was thinking on doing, I, I remember that keyword discipline. And then it brought me back to, I don't want to say reality, but brought me back to where I wanted to be. Yeah. So last week we held back our power word for 2020, our focus word. Um, I had mine, but you were still wrestling with yours a little bit. Um, have you decided on your word for 2020? I still have two words in my head and they're very different. (laughs) So I'll let you go first, but let's see. I mean, (laughs) so in other words, she's stalling for time so she can hone in on one word. I don't think it has to be cut and dry where you come up with your focus word and then you're like, Hmm, it's morphed into something else. And we, and that can happen. Right. I mean, that can happen for you. Um, but I really would like to stick with one, yeah. one thing to help me along. But um, I don't know. I, yeah, I think it ahead. helps. And one of the things that I discovered last year was, especially with your your folks were to be in discipline. I found that that became a real critical part in helping me focus on my word of greatness, because as you're aspiring for those things, discipline really comes into play. And so, you know, there were a lot of supporting words that I discovered throughout the year that were interdependent and were helping build that word. And so that was a fun experience for me is to see how things interrelate. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that it'll work work together. And that's probably where I'm saying that if you need to morph into something else or whatever, it's all just going to relate. It's all going to go with what you need, you know, especially as you live your life through out the year. So, so my word for 2020. You're going to go for it. Yeah, no, it's like, you know what? You're, you're still stalling. So I'm ready to go. So I'm jumping in. So, and I've actually been thinking about mine for a long time. My word for this year is elite. So, and, and where that, the genesis of that word came from is my association with Sean Hart. And he has a phrase, he says, why be average when you can be elite? And that has really just sunk into my heart because I think a lot of times we settle for good enough. We settle for average. And so what is it going to take in 2020 
for me to go to the next level, to truly be elite in my relationship, in my, in elite as a leader in my business, elite, you know, as a father, elite in, you know, developing those characteristics to make us better speakers and, and podcasters and really try to do that. And we've already invested in ourselves um, to start to become that way in the things that we're doing. Mm -hmm. So, so my word's elite. That's really interesting. Okay. What's your <laughs> word or what's the one you're no, tossing around? I actually around? had, that was one of them. Interesting. was thinking about that because for something that I really want to focus on this year is there's some things that, you know how you want to go the easy way, like the, the path of least resistance, right? That's just, that just is, well, easy. It's hel it's it's helpful. It's it's comfortable, and I I know that I don't always tend to go that way. Obviously, I I mean I'll push myself and I'll, um, but I really really wanted to focus on you know what just quit. I I don't I got so many words in my head. I've got I don't want to make excuses and I don't think I do make excuses, but I really want to rid myself of those things. And I just don't want to commit to a word though. <laughs> I just don't, I can't, I don't want to commit yet. Like, I'm like, I've got how many days left until the first? Not that well, I have you to. can pick two. And I know, year, right? You'll see how the two converge. I'm going to actually tell you all what my two, there were three. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all, and the, there's two that are very similar, and one is very different. And and here's here it is. I, I like I'm hesitating because this is going to go on air, so I'm hesitating. You know but what? The, you get if you put it out there. That's I know. when you go right. That's when and accountability I, I actually want to put it out there play. because I want to hear just like your thoughts. I'm not saying that you know you can influence me one way or the other. I'm not asking for that. I'm just like thoughts. That's not possible. <laughs> I've been married to you 30 years. That you can't influence me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Or we can't strong arm you. It's probably the right <laughs> term. <laughs> okay. So, so, so here's the thing. My first word that I really thought of is savage. And That's funny. <laughs> tell me why you think it's funny. Because, because you thought of that too? That was one of the words that I was thinking about was savage. Oh, look at this. So, we're like, on the same way. Kind right? of. I don't know if we mentioned it somewhere, but I had no. savage as one I've of the I've never mentioned right? it. In okay. fact, I remember like, no, I've never mentioned it. Savage. And the, and the other why, word why synonymous savage? though okay. to that is fierce. But fierce to me wasn't strong enough for what I really want. Here, I'm going to be honest. Okay, I'm going to be honest on air. If I get, like this morning, I get, hello, someone's here. That's okay. <laughs> Someone just walked in. Aw, oh, hey, Chich. Uh -huh. um, because this morning, when I went to bed, okay, we went to bed, I don't know, it was probably 11, maybe 12. And I knew I wanted to at least sleep seven hours. So I was going to get up at seven. But instead, I woke up at three, and that's three hours sleep, and I could not go back to sleep for two hours. And I know myself, and if I don't get some sleep, I get kind of just groggy, cranky, and I'm like, I start to make excuses like I didn't get enough sleep, so I'm not going to get up at seven, I'll get up at 7.30, whatever. I start doing that. And I almost did that this morning. Huh. Cause it was two hours and you got up at seven. You're like, Hey, it's seven. Are we going to do this workout before you go teach? Are you going to, and I'm thinking to myself and I've already started using the word savage. And I thought I'm going to, I just have to, 
you know what? You're savage. You, you, you just like tear through this. You can get up, you can do this. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You can. And I popped out of bed. So even with the, just the, the breakup and sleep that I can't stand, but it happens to me, my insomnia, I did it. I, when I got up and that's why fierce wasn't strong enough for me, but it was savage. The other, okay. So Go ahead. that's it. Keep going. <laughs> you have yeah. one on the tip of your tongue. I can hear it. And but see the it. other word. And so that, that's why I would just want to, um, I want to say, I want to be aggressive. <laughs> well, I want to say, I want to be just aggressive. That's why I use the word savage. But the other word that I was thinking of is servant. And I know I was talking to you about it, Dev, the other night and about serving and how much that is so important to me and how much it fulfills me to serve others. So I actually put the two words together and I put savage servant. Because <laughs> then I thought of like when I'm wrestling with the fact that my bed, it, I'm not going to let my bed win, you know, I was like, uh, if I say I'm a servant, then I know I'm a servant to others, a servant to myself, a servant to the Lord, which is important to me. So I thought about putting those two words together, savage servant, but I don't know. It kind of reminds me actually of the movie that we were watching last night. I commented to Matt when we were listening to, or we were watching Doctor Strange mm. and they, um, I forgot what the lady, the head lady, whatever. Um, they described her as merciless and kind. Mm. And I was like, that is like, I want somebody to describe me like that because you could be merciless and not put up with anybody's crap and be kind at the same time. And like, I feel like you could be savage and a servant at the same time. It's like, it can be two sides of the same coin. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah. That's why I was thinking, Oh no, I'm glad. I'm so glad that I voiced this finally out in the open. (gasps) (laughs) It's kind of a relief. (laughs) I felt like I was like harboring, like, I don't know, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? And that's great. Cause merciless and kind. Okay. Savage servant. It's a phrase. (laughs) I'm on it. That's it. I'm using it. She's got her 2020 phrase. Yeah. I think it means like, at least to me, it kind of means like you're going to help people. Because you're going to help people, and you're not going to put up with their crap. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) That other word. (laughs) Because, like, there's, like, a way to help people where you're helping people, but you're also enabling them. Yeah. And that's not really helping people. And then there's a way to, like, help people, but also draw a line. It's like, if you're not going to do the work yourself, like, I'm here for you, you know, like, but I don't have time for you, I don't know, to... Make up excuses and like, like I'll be here for you to help you, but you also got to show up for yourself, you know? Well, and I think of the savage servant is the fact that like, yeah, I'm not going to put up with their BS, but I'm also not going to put up with my own because Mm -hmm. I can BS myself. Like I can talk, like I said, I wrestle with my bed and the next thing I know, I'm like, oh, dang it. The bed won. And every time the bed wins, I'm so frustrated with myself and I don't want to feel that anymore. Like I'm like, that's me. That's mm-hmm. on me. That's all on me. And I'm like, you know what? Not going to happen. So, yay! I got a word. <laughs> I'm that's, so happy. That's awesome. She's good. So, what do you? What are your thoughts, Matt? Well, yeah. I, this is the first time I really thought about a word for a year, but I, I do like the concept. Mm-hmm. And when I hear, think about 2020, you know, vision certainly comes yeah. to mind. 
And along with vision, I'm thinking focus. Um, Dev and I, you know, we will share with everybody, we just moved to Los Angeles. And all of a sudden, I'm feeling that it's like worlds of opportunity mm-hmm. right at our footstep. But there's still some things I've been thinking about the last few years I want to keep the focus on while mm-hmm. also kind of exploring these new opportunities. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's good. No, that's great. Yeah, that that's, you know, as you're making those big leaps. I mean, because this is a life-changing moment for you. I mean, you guys are going from Oregon down to L.A., Devin's pursuing a, an active career in modeling now. You've been, you know, doing your own consulting, but open to maybe working with somebody else. And it's like when you start down these ventures, there's so many emotions, right? It's there's a little bit of fear, but there's a lot of excitement. And I know Devin, he's like, all right, let's go all in, right? That's the way Judy and I are. It's like, oh, whatever, let's just go today. The, the one thing that's nice about Devin is, you know, as we've talked about this move for you guys is, you know, back in September, you know, when he was first talking about it, about it you, you said something that has really stuck with me. It's like, I'm going to take my time and make sure I'm doing the right decisions, but I'm going to act when it feels right. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we overanalyze, we overplan, and we never take that step. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen that in you. But in this one instance, I've seen more of a calculation to make it happen and make it happen right. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of analysis paralysis. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Because a lot of times you just get stuck, right? You don't move. Um, well, and I think, I think that's where like Matt helps balance me out is he has – I can be like – we're doing it and we're doing it now. But there's been, especially with like buying a sailboat and moving into the career, there's been things that like it's not always smart just to like plow forward. You know, you kind of have to and map out the terrain, figure out what you're going to do next and like plan maybe three steps ahead instead of just like taking the next step. Um, so there's like a balancing game. And uh, I don't think I have a problem with like analysis paralysis. I think... Sometimes I don't analyze things enough and I like, and this year I kind of decided that I really learned that like the universe is always going to catch me. Like if I want to do something, I can jump into it and I trust myself enough to know that I'll make it happen. And I trust the universe and the world enough to know that they'll, it'll also make it happen for me. But this year I kind of decided that I could make it a little bit easier on the universe by like planning. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm just trust falling without like giving anybody any heads up, you know. And this year I was like, oh, well, like I could trust fall and move to L.A. right now with zero dollars in my pocket. Or I could spend like a month more in Oregon, make a few thousand dollars and then make the move. And it's like, I'm sure the universe would take care of me either way, but it's like, I got to also do my part and like my due diligence to make sure that the situation is going to work out. When I think there's situations like you're saying, like moving, I think is different than like, say, oh, I'm going to take a trip to Europe and just to see how it goes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think because the other one is more permanent where the other one's like, I can figure it out. I can, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it really does depend on your level of risk as well totally. like if you don't care like oh, i'll figure it out i'll just camp out on the you know in the hostel or i'll camp out on the i don't want to say road 
in the in the forest or whatever, it's not that big a deal. But when you're actually moving yourself and planting and, and transplanting yourself, that's going to be more where you're thinking about it. Yeah, and career wise, also, it's mm-hmm. like you can't. I guess if you want to have like a very sex a successful career, <laughs> a sexy successful career. I like that. If you want a sexy successful career. <laughs> You kind of have to think a few steps ahead and put yourself in the right positions. You can't, I mean, sometimes you just have to start, you yes. know, and you have to, but a lot of the starting is like doing the research and finding like where you want to go to school or what partners will be the best influences on you. And, um, you know, that's interesting. Now that I've said that out loud that you said about transplanting yourself, we did. Do you remember doing that? Oh, thing? yeah. We, we yeah. transplanted ourselves not having anything in place. Yeah. We said, we're going to go to BSU. We're going to leave Arizona, go to BSU, live with our friends, and we're just going to figure it out. But sometimes that's, I think that's necessary. And sometimes you need to do it. And sometimes you don't need to know what's happening. But I think it's all just dependent on where, there's no like hard and fast no, rules not. for this. you're right. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's kind of, I mean... Sometimes in your life, like, you can make a word for yourself. But that's also kind of why I liked having a bag of words. There's, like, 50 words. Mm. And if we want, we can add them in the show notes um, so that people can pick their own. But, like, leaving it up to chance sometimes. I do think it's not really chance for me. Like, I do think there's a reason why I pick the words, you know. And I think sometimes you can, like, leave room. You can kind of orchestrate divine inspiration for yourself by giving yourself those 50 words and then picking one out of a hat, you know? And and then it gives you a certain kind of focus that you weren't expecting or Mm -hmm. didn't know that you needed. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't know what you need. And like, sometimes you need to move to Idaho and not know what's going to happen. But sometimes you can plan it out, you know? And it just depends on where you're at. Right. Yeah, sometimes taking that leap is it's just the right thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I reflect on that a lot. You know, when we were making that decision, it's like we just felt at peace with the decision. We didn't know exactly the roadmap, but we knew enough that, you know what, we're going to take the leap. Mm -hmm. And it was a big leap. I mean, it would have been a lot easier probably to go back to California And sometimes I wonder about that. But, you know, ultimately, you know, you reach a fork in a road in life and that leads to you making a choice. And a lot of times I don't think the choices are either better or worse than the other. It's just you get the opportunity to explore either choice and you get to grow because of either choice. And when we embrace that growth and that opportunity, you know, whole new realms open up to to your horizon. I mean, I would have never, ever gone into the computer industry if we had not come to Boise. There's mm-hmm. no way. You know, I prior to that, but then we came to Boise. I'm going to college, and my our good friend Dave said, hey, you want to start a business with me? And we started Computer Solutions Magazine. I'm like, what, dude? I don't know anything about computers, and I don't even like them. He goes, yeah, but you're a good marketer. You know people. So you handle the marketing and the business end, and I'll do the, the magazine end. And so that led me down to where I am now today 
you know, one of the owners of Zimware. And, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, we, we talk about, as Matt said, 2020 vision. You know, we are building a 2020 vision workshop that you are invited to do to join us on. It starts sometime in January. We haven't officially figured <laughs> out the date, but I've been working every pretty much every day on putting together things that I think will help you really focus on your vision for 2020. And I've been, Judy's been giving me ideas. I've been tossing it over to her and she's like, oh, this is good. Let's change that. Um, But it's interesting because as I've really thought about what it takes to build 2020 vision, I'm starting to look at things like procrastination and goal setting and the way that you talk about yourself and affirmations. And there's so many components that, that really lead you to success, right? But if you don't have a vision for where you're going, <laughs> you might as well be shooting shotgun you know, yeah. everywhere. It's just scattershot, well, right? And then we wonder why we're not successful. Or, yeah, aren't, aren't moving anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's also why it's important to have, like, if you have a word, like, elite or something, it makes, like, the day-to-day decisions a lot simpler. You don't have to, like, procrastinating is so much easier when you don't have, like, a goal or a vision. It's, like, way easier to stay in bed or whatever just because you, you wake up in the morning and, like, you're like, oh, what do I want to do? And if you don't have, like, a mm-hmm. general word like elite then you don't it's hard to make that decision but if you have a word like elite and you wake up in the morning and you're like oh what do I want to do and you're like I can stay in bed or I can work on this project if elite's your word you already know the decision like you don't have to make the decision Mm -hmm. again you've already made it and that makes like once you there's like a really good quote I can't remember exactly what it is but it's like once the decision is made, the doing becomes easy. Like mm-hmm. the deciding part is hard, but once you decide you're going to be elite, then doing elite things is simple. You don't like, yeah, you know exactly what you're going to no, do. It totally makes sense. I mean, and all these words and it, what they are, are affirmations for yourself. I mean, when you're saying elite, you want to say, I am elite. I am a savage servant. I am. Well, we didn't come up with yours yet. You haven't told us yours. <laughs> and I know you're still thinking of yours, Matt, or like, well, thinking of the concept. But I mean, like the words that you pulled out, those 50 words, um, mm-hmm. they, those are affirmations for yourself as well. I know your word that Devin pulled out for you is faith. Yeah. And so you can say, I am faithful or I am full of faith or whatever. And it just helps you lead you in that direction. And, um, yeah, like you said, get your mindset in a place where that's, you don't have to think about it anymore. Well, and I like the concept of when you, when you focus on a word, you start thinking in the capacity of I am right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what the I am are. confident. I am elite. I am a savage beast and I'm going to conquer the world and I'm going to serve you in the process. Right. And so when you start thinking, I am it's as if you've already become that and you start to seek out ways to emulate that and capture that within your character. Mm-hmm. Devin, so. you want to share us? Actually, I didn't know exactly what my word was until I think I just thought about it. And I think everyone here has kind of touched on this word in their own way by not limiting themselves or pushing themselves to the next um, 
to the next level. And I think my word for 2020 is limitless. Mm, and I, I like that. And I think, and it's just, I haven't really thought about a word until now because I've been kind of, I realized that within myself, like, usually I set goals that I know I can achieve. And, like, we were just talking about monetary goals this year. And it's like, I really, really wanted to say that I was going to make six figures this year. That is a big jump from what I'm making now. So I kind of wanted to be like, oh, I'm going to make 50000 Because I know that I could push myself to make that much money. And I know, like, I can make that. But, like... But I'm limiting myself by mm-hmm. not believing that I can make $100,000. Like, I can make that. Other people do it all the time. I don't understand why I think, like, oh, I'm only worth $50,000. Mm-hmm. And, like, my year 2020 is only going to be worth $50,000. No. Like, it's... Right. It's... I want to make six figures. And if I say it, everything that I've ever said that I've wanted... I've gotten. And that might sound that really is conceited. True. That is very true. Well, that's but, not I've, but I've everything that I've actually said or written down, I've gotten it. So I'm gonna write down that I'm yeah. gonna make six figures and I'm gonna do it. Like and I know it's gonna happen because it just happens that way. And I think the reason people don't make six figures is because they don't say that they can. Right, you know? they don't think they can. And yeah, they don't and think they deserve it. Totally. What That's part of the problem. Yeah. They mm-hmm. don't feel like they deserve it. Mm-hmm. And when you can shift your mindset from I can and I'm worth this, mm-hmm. then you change your whole horizon on how you look at opportunities. Because if you don't say that you're worth six figures, every time a six-figure opportunity comes up to you, you're not going to take it because you don't believe you're worth that. Right. You know? And um, this girl, one of my friends, she was just talking about uh, experience she had. She also did gymnastics. And when she was first learning how to do a back tuck, she would always hit the ground and um, end up doing a back handspring. And her coach said, it's like, wherever you reach, you're going to, that's where you're going to go. And you're reaching towards the ground. And so that's why she always, and so wherever you reach, if you reach towards the ground, you're going to hit the ground. But if you reach up and you reach for six figures, that's what you're going to get. But if you never reach for that place, mm-hmm. you're never going to get it because you're, that's not your goal. You know, that's right. not where you think you can be. So, I don't know, reach for where you want to go. Well, and I, I remember one of my teammates saying um, that, you know, she, she was struggling to become successful in what she was um, working on. And she said, she goes, I'm just afraid of success. That's actually what was holding her back. She was afraid of succeeding and what that would mean to her. And I think that it's like, you know, that's a weird concept to think like, why would you be afraid of succeeding in some kind of way? But I think because there's responsibility that you have to, um, well, that that you'll have, that you'll gain from that. And, and, and maybe you don't want to be responsible at that time or that you might not feel again, worthy mm-hmm. of being able to, you know, hold that role or whatever you're at. So I think with what you're saying, it goes in line with what you're saying is if you're not reaching that way, could it be, it's fear. Mm-hmm. It's all fear. And you really have to question your beliefs. Like, because if you believe, if you're scared of success and that's like, that's a reasonable thing. Like some, it seems stupid, but like, there's no, I know reasons, that yeah. 
that people are afraid of success. Mm-hmm. And you have to you have to like dive down into yourself and figure out why you're afraid of success. There's reasons that people are afraid of being rich. You know, like if you have a belief that like all rich people are snobs and like then that's what you're afraid then of. you're yeah. never going to reach that because yeah. why would you ever want to be a snob you know mm-hmm. and so you really have to along with that fear check the beliefs that go along with that fear and then you have mm-hmm. to really see if you actually believe those things like do you actually believe that all rich people are snobs like or what else was in there that's making you feel that way like there's yeah. probably something in your past that you've seen that you've experienced or whatever that makes you think that that's happening. And so it's a negative thing for you. And so forget it. And you have to check those beliefs and then change them. But that takes effort. It doesn't just happen. You have to really, you have to dive down into your psyche and decide why you believe what you believe. Well, and be honest with yourself. Yeah. And most people aren't honest with themselves. (laughs) It's like you're the easiest person to lie to is yourself. Right. And, yeah, um, that's why fear comes in, right? Because mm-hmm. you're like you're you're telling yourself these lies, saying that oh I'm you know it's a, I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of that. Really, it's there's something else going on. So yeah, as we've prepared this 2020 vision workshop, one of the things that I keep seeing over and over is is that you have to really look inside yourself and go, am I willing to change? Are there things that I can do? that will totally change my trajectory for 2020. And when you can really be honest with yourself and self-assess and go, you know what, these things are holding me back and I need to shed these things or I'm lacking these abilities and I need to do something to acquire them so that I can go to the next level. When you can start truly looking at yourself, then you can start molding yourself crafting architecting yourself into the person you're trying to become and who you would like to be but maybe you're a little afraid to be and maybe we're a little comfortable and don't want to give up with where we're at well sometimes i think it's also you're also worried about what other people might think like like you said about yourself it's like well if I'm making this amount of money you know maybe maybe you didn't say this i was thinking this about mm-hmm. somebody else but they're making this amount of money, but it's like, what are people going to think about me? Like, what are people going to think if I do this online business? Actually, I would get that. It's like, oh, you're work doing stuff online because they don't understand it. Right. It's like, yeah, that's the best way I can reach and serve more people than I can if I personally train them one-on-one in a gym. I have no problem doing that too. I think that's great. And it's definitely, there's value in that, but if you're worried about what other people think, that can hold you back as well. Yeah. And hinder you. Yeah. And well, the other thing about being fearful about what other people think is like you never know what somebody actually thinks. So or what other people are thinking. So you're really afraid of your own projection of your own thoughts right. about what people are gonna think. Like maybe people don't care that you're having an online business. Right. Most of the time people don't give a crap about what you're doing. They're too worried about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like no one, no one's thinking about you. To be honest, like <laughs> right. stop being so. You might seem, Yeah, I was gonna say you might start thinking too much of yourself. Yeah, right. exactly. It's like no one, no one cares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so you just have to do what's right for you. Yeah. And um, I mean, all this stuff is very simple. Like 
all the actions are really simple, but it's not easy. Like being honest with yourself is a simple task, but it's not easy because you're going to get in your way every step of the way. Like every step you take, you're going to be in your own way telling yourself some kind of BS, you know? (laughs) And um, so it's not, and it's nice to have like, and that's why I think the 2020 vision thing is really helpful because sometimes you need tools Mm -hmm. to help you get there. They're usually simple tools, but you need the tools to get past yourself. Right. Well, and that's perfect because like the resources that we're providing, I mean, I want to say they're tested, not only tested by us, but tested by many others um, that it'll, it'll work for you, but you have to allow it to work and you have to be willing to do the work. So a lot of times with my accountability groups, I have them, you know, working on something and I said, let's do this every single day. And I've got them for like five days. And then the sixth day they start to, you know, and it's like they're, they're falling off and we're thinking what's going on. And really consistency is the key, but that's a whole nother podcast. So, and that's one of the things that we're going to try to do with this 2020 vision workshop is we're going to try to give you some tools that will enable you to push past the first 30 days. I mean, yes, this is 20 days. It's going to go over 30, 30 days, the first month of January, but it's really geared to give you some tools that will enable you to hopefully push into the second set of 30 days. Because we all know when you go to the gym, the first three weeks after January 1st is like, holy crap, who are all these people and how do I get my workout in? Right? But mm-hmm. to the day, 22 days, 23 days, they start dwindling off, right? And it's really about building those a lifestyle, not just a goal. Mm-hmm. And when you can get a 2020 vision about a lifestyle change, then it becomes easier to stay on task. Right. So, yeah. Well, I want to know, Matt, after all this discussion, <laughs> have you thought of anything? You don't have, I mean, obviously, this is just, but anything pop in your mind about a phrase or a word for the year? You're still po- contemplating? I'm, I am contemplating, but kind of mm-hmm. like uh, growing from focus, I'm thinking about process. Mm-hmm. And like, okay. you know, everything from the process of moving the process of buying a sailboat you know it takes steps and we're identifying these steps and then you know steering our way towards that mm-hmm. it is it is simple steps where it's it is has been you know um something to like figure out the steps identify them define them and so i, I kind of like the commitment of process mm-hmm. I, I want to commit to processes okay yeah and i think with the that's a good point. Like, I think with the, if you have like a goal and then you set up the process for yourself to get that goal, like, yeah, like the sailboat or something we needed, there were certain steps that we had to take to get there. You mm-hmm. can't just jump from A to Z, but you can like figure out what your Z is mm-hmm. and then find out the steps to get that there. you need to get there. Right. Yeah, that is really critical. This week, actually the past two weeks, we've really been looking at our business for Zimware in 2020. And we're like, all right, we want to double again, RotoFest. I mean, we flat out want to double. And we're having discussions like, 
what do we need to change about our process? I mean, it, a lot of the discussions have been about process. Who do we need to add? You know, are there things that we need to switch around? How do we report? How, do, how are we accountable to each other? And process really is becoming a key point, especially as we're scaling to a, to a larger company or larger uh, customer base. You have to have processes in place. Otherwise, you will crush under your own weight. And that's a lot of our discussion. It's like, well, if we add X amount of customers, can we support it right now with our current processes? And we're like, no, we can't do that. So what do we need to change within internally so that we can support that growth? What processes do we need to implement? And, and that's one of the biggest things I think in like – creating a business or when you create a business plan is like you usually have an idea of what's going to happen and then like a five-year scalability like and if you don't know how you're going to scale it you're not going to grow and things do have to change like having so you open up like one coffee shop but your dream is to have like a chain of coffee shops like you being at the coffee shop all day long is going to work for your one coffee shop but if you don't change like that process of you opening and closing the coffee shop every day is never going to get you to 10 coffee shops or 50 coffee shops. Like yeah. You have to change that process. Like, and if, yeah, and if you're not willing to change, it's not going to change. Well, it's like, yeah, the you're system's stagnate. Right. Yeah. Well, the system's in place, basically. You have yeah. to have systems in place and be willing to let go of some things and let somebody else handle some systems and things. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing with. Just to, when that's what we're talking about with 2020 vision, you're just working, particularly this is about working on yourself. If you think about it, that you have a system already in place that you're, you're doing, right? But if you want to change some things, you're going to have to change that system. You're going to have to change that process. I'll hear this from my clients all the time. I don't know when I'm going to get up. I don't know when to work out. I don't know how I'm going to change my food program because I've got X, Y, and Z or my husband's this way and I've got this. Guess what? What are those? What are those called when you're like saying all those things? Excuses? Yeah. So they're all excuses. So the whole point of that and is... you getting in the way. Right. Like you it's are not getting your in husband. your... husband. It's right. not the things. It's right. not your job. It's you. Like right. you can't... And you can't keep blaming like, oh, my husband wants to eat crap so I can't eat healthy. That's like... Yeah. So those no. things... But, but those are the things that are in place at this time, but you can change those things by being willing to one, be honest with yourself and saying, Hey, that goal of mine is really more important to me is, is very important to me. Why? Because it's going to be better for me, better for my family, better for whatever, you know, go on, you know, so on and so forth. But just like what you're talking about, those, pro those processes are so important and they have, you have to be able to tweak them as you grow as you go along. And so as, as someone who's discovering themselves and saying, Hey, I do want to get to the next level, then be willing to make the changes in your life to change the processes that are already in place, because that's how this 2020 vision workshop is going to work for you is we're going to show you, believe it or not, we're going to show you how to make time. I promise you, we got it. Yeah. Why? Sure. Because I'm the queen of, ask Devin, I'm the queen <laughs> of putting every single, I use every single minute of my time, but I'm going to use it efficiently and we're going to teach you how. I love it. So, well, thank you guys for joining us. I mean, it's been super fun not only having you home, 
but also having you join us on, on our podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's super fun. So thank you, Matt and Devin. And thank you guys for joining us. So if you would like information about the 2020 Vision Workshop, please either comment, send us an Instagram post to, to choose, don't excuse. Our email is choose, don't excuse at gmail.com. We're going to set up a special Facebook group or we're going to use the choose, don't excuse Facebook group. We're going to set up one and we're going to have you be a part of it. And every day we're going to give you an assignment. We're going to have a little video of an encouragement and it's going to be a fun journey together. So we would love to have you be part of our 2020 vision workshop. Make sure to check us out. And we really, really appreciate you guys tuning this in. Please make sure to like, review, and subscribe. We'd really, really appreciate a review so that we can get found easier in Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And we really, really appreciate you. So, as always... Wait, wait. Wait, wait. We want to wish you all a Happy New Year. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year, all. Happy New Year. And Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. So, yes. As so. the front door says, Mele Kalikimaka. Ah, oh, <laughs> yes, oh, Mele Kalikimaka. Okay, are we going to sing? No, I can't even say that yet. So <laughs> I should be able to, but I can, I can say Feliz Navidad. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Good enough. So, as always, thank you guys for joining us and Mahalo. Mahalo.